Chapter 4 Brotherly Love Sid and George were brothers and had been since birth, snicker. That's not saying there weren't times they wished they were completely unrelated. Most probably their mother occasionally wished the same. It was easy to imagine their pranks and mischief were carried on in the home as well as on the logging site. The year was 1949, and they were working on a logging site for McLeod River Lumber Company. The crew was logging Ponderosa Pine. Sid was a rigging slinger for the team, and George was a mechanic. Loggers made a good day's wage for a poor man. It did not allow for many luxuries. So, the day the two brothers came to work toting brand-spanking new shiny lunch buckets was an occasion. They had mail-ordered them from Montgomery Wards and were the slickest thing since goose grease. It was a luxury few could afford. Gone were the ever-present brown paper bags that most everyone else carried. The young men were as pleased with their new purchases as they would have been had it been two 1949 Buick Roadmaster convertibles. Well, almost as pleased. The thing about these particular men was that they never outgrew their youthful squabbles. That day in camp had started as most had. Upon arrival, the crew dumped their coats and lunch pails on a large stump and set off to work. When the lunch whistle blew, the brothers were quick to the stump to eat for the first time out of their new buckets. Only Sid couldn't manage to get the lid of his bucket open. Now, there was a certain danger to having a brother who was a mechanic. While the others were down below setting chokers and topping trees, a mechanic was back on the landing in the company of a welding torch and some handy tools, the kind of tools just perfect for making mischief on your sibling. Sid pulled and pulled on that lid as the rest of the men were at first puzzled, then filled with glee. The harder Sid tried, the more fuel was poured on a hot temper. Finally, he took his new lunch bucket and beat it on the stump, to no avail. That lid was firmly welded to the bottom of that shiny, bent, and battered bucket. That did it. Justice needed served. Sid threw down his bucket and took off after his brother. Fearing for his life and his lunch, George grabbed at his own bucket on his way by, only to come away with only the handle. The bucket was left behind. Both brothers came to a stop and looked first at the handle in George's hand and then at the stump. Next to Sid's battered bucket was George's, standing as tall as a sentinel, unmoved. George was perplexed. He knew from swinging an occasional axe and arm-wrestling his brother that he was strong enough to move a lunch bucket. Their mom had never been skimpy with their meals. George gave his brother another quizzical look and headed back to the stump. He pushed on the pail. Nothing. He pulled on it. Nothing. He used both hands to try to lift it. Nothing. With a glare back at Sid, he opened the lid and emptied it onto the stump. There, in the middle of the bottom of the metal, was a large nail, pounded all the way to the bottom. Yes, his brother... While he was busy welding, Sid's lunch bucket closed, was just as busy nailing his to the stump. 
The rest of the crew held their breath while they waited for the brothers to react. Had it been two men unrelated to one another, the fists would have been flying. Since it was Sid and George, the laughter rang like music amidst the trees. The next day, the brothers, Sid and George, came to work with brown bags. They used those bags the rest of the year. Did they quit playing tricks on one another? Nope, not by a long shot. When it happened, the rest of the men just shook their heads and went on about their work. Brotherly love. It's an odd thing.